Redditors, hello Challenge fans. We are back for an off-season The Challenge Redditors React Roundtable podcast. I'm Levi Hall, your usual host, and as always, I am joined by my stepson. It's only George, read this 28, and we couldn't do this without the beauty and the brains of the podcast. Yeah, we've got the beauty. That is Lauren, the queen of CBS Reality TV. And we've got the brains, the writer, the man who used to have the most beautiful mane. It's only Brian. How are you all doing, guys? Great. Good, but, my uh, head's think, cold. Yeah, I think the real question is, speaking of your stepson, how is George's mom? Well, <laughs> she's good. <laughs> she's very good. Well, you've just taught yourself out of seeing pictures of my new adorable puppy, so you're going to regret that. <laughs> your, brother's so already, your brother's already sent them to me. I have a favourite. He's so cute. <laughs> He's an he, idiot. <laughs> he is really cute. What's his name? It's called Pilot. Oh. He keeps climbing in a dishwasher looking for food, and then he's heavy, so it closes and he can't get out, and mum finds it hilarious. Anyone else got a dog? Chocolate Lab. He is really cute. I'm going to give it a couple of weeks, Brian, and then introduce him to you so you can sing him um, Karma Chameleon. Perfect. That's what you like singing to dogs, isn't it? Perfect. That's one of the many things, yeah. Yeah, that's a little Easter egg for those um, four of you who've been listening to us for a while. Well, Shout speaking of four, this is, you know, one of the first times that we've had four people on the Roundtable podcast. We've extended the table uh, this week to bring in uh, Lauren. And I must say, we've got the, the 50% UK, 50% USA, which is, I can't believe we've managed to sync up time zones in this weird one country's in daylight time saving zone one isn't but we are here to talk challenge but more specifically we are here to sit around the table and we are going to talk about the impact that paramount plus has had on the challenge and the global expansion that has just been announced because as i'm sure the challenge fans know viacom cbs is supersizing the reality champ competition franchise, The Challenge. Now this comes from Deadline, uh, a wonderful website, I'm sure, I found via Google. Um, the series, which is itself a spin-off of the real world and road rules, is getting a CBS spin-off and a new Paramount Plus series, as well as a number of international versions on other Viacom CBS owned networks. The broadcast network will air The Challenge, CBS, um, as part of the global tournament, The Challenge War of the Worlds. The winners of the CBS series, as well as the winners from the Challenge Argentina, which will air on Telefe, I think that's how it's pronounced. The Challenge Australia, which will air on Network 10. And George, you ready for it? The Challenge UK, which will air on Channel 5, will all compete in the Challenge War of the Worlds, a battle for the first ever world champion. And on top of that, uh, Paramount Plus has announced that there's going to be a third season of Challenge All-Stars, which is going to launch on May the 11th. And as I'm sure it's going to happen, MTV are going to bring more challenge back to our screens. So I think the first question that I want to put out to you guys is, has Paramount Plus's foray into spin-offs been a good thing for the show? Uh, George, I'm going to go to you first. As the only person on this round table who hasn't watched All Stars, I don't know why you go to me. But I have some, I, I have some theories about this. One, they kept this incredibly quiet. Like it was, my main source of news for challenge is the wonderful subreddit, which gave us our name. But I didn't see any rumors about this anywhere, which I find quite interesting. What I'm more interested in is their thought process for why they think this is a good idea. Because unless they throw loads of money at this to promote it, like we talked about in our last, one of our last episodes, they're gonna go through the same thing they did with Vendettas. Vendetta's had some pretty well-known people from the UK on it. They didn't market it, and then they canned it on the UK network after four episodes, Levi, correct me if I'm wrong. Four or five, I think it was, yeah. Try sticking such a really big name. Um, but yeah, that was, that I find weird. I mean, I haven't seen any promotion for it for any UK, for the channel, for Channel 5. I don't know when it's meant to start, Levi, but I think they've, I think they've spun up an idea because they are worried they're running out of competitors, but they're just falling into the same traps they have last time. So it's interesting that you say that, and I want to go to Lauren and Brian here, because Paramount Plus obviously started as the 
rebrand of CBS All Access, but now they're starting, like Peacock have done, NBC's Peacock, they're starting to push it out into other territories. I know over here it's going to launch both as part of the Sky platform and also as a separate um, app in, I think, the summer, possibly late summer, early autumn. Now, my question is, have they chosen Argentina, Australia and the UK because that's where Paramount Plus is airing? Or do you think they're really doing what George is saying is they've run out of people and they're trying to bring people in? Lauren? I think they've run out of people. Um, and I, I assume we're going to talk about the CBS cast later, but they've got a good cast. Um, what I compare this to is Bravo Real Housewives, which I'm probably the only one who watches any Housewives. <laughs> um, but when I think about when that franchise started to what it is now, it's only blown up. It's only gotten more popular and expansion of that franchise only helped it. Uh, Andy Cohen, who he only, he, are, he has a hosting show basically, which is just to talk about and recap Bravo Real Housewives and their spinoffs. So to me, it's kind of following that same model. Uh, which in, what's interesting to me is that uh, that franchise is also starting to expand into streaming. They're doing Peacock for some of the franchises, but I think they're trying to follow that model and just try to blow up the challenge as much as possible. I think if the shows individually perform well, that's exactly what's going to happen. People are going to watch UK and get interested in Argentina. They're going to watch Argentina get interested in Australia. So can I ask, Lauren, like, do you think this is because they didn't get the international reaction they wanted off Spies, Lies and Allies? And they've gone, right, we'll just throw more effort at it and give us only your country's cast members. Because this is like, Spies, Lies and Allies was like a dummy version of this, right? I don't quite think so, because these are getting more specific to a place whereas i don't think spies lies and allies really was so i think they're trying to specialize a little bit more and go to different cities and places and networks and try to draw in that audience first and then get them to the main show what are your thoughts oh sorry Lauren. no i was gonna say i think bravo's done that where they're trying to get somebody's specific interest get them hooked on the concept and then get them to the other shows so <laughs> Brian, um, once you fixed your phone, I, uh, um, no, I have my funny bone. I, look, uh, I, I don't know what um, what uh, a negative could even be of this. Like, I, I don't see, I don't see in any way why this could be bad. Um, and yes, it does make me funny with George. Good one. Um, I just anything, any criticism or whatever I've read anyone say it's like i mean like well you don't i mean just don't watch it like what we're not we can't just keep casting the same people over and over again i do have to figure out some way yeah. of getting new people on the show my only thing is like if you're gonna make mm -hmm. all of these for a million dollars i think we're just um i think they're just gonna have to keep having the same some of the similar issues i hope i hope these are for like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars like they used to be I think that would help a lot. Ryan, can I ask you just talk about criticism that you've seen and heard of there on this? Can you just go into detail on that? Because when I think Lauren, you alerted us to it in the group chat, and I was super excited about this whole thing. Where's this criticism? I'm talking about like I've seen people being like, well, it'll be watered down and it's gonna be this and that and and like almost like I I wish it would be simpler. Like a lot of people are like, this is the opposite of what a lot of, you know, this is the opposite of going back to the basics. This is this is blowing it up in an entirely different way. I guess I don't know. I, it's nothing like serious, but like I just don't see any negative in it whatsoever. Like at all. Just don't watch it. I mean, just if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Like, Brian, you are the man who has once said give me 365 days of one season yeah. and immediately roll into the next season so <laughs> that'd be fantastic a new episode a week that'd be great i i don't know it's i think it's gonna be fucking or freaking great sorry wasn't that called but, final reckoning brian 
<laughs> yeah, and I loved it. I, I didn't realize people didn't like it until I went on the internet, and I was but, like, oh, okay. So, okay, is is because every criticism I see whenever they add like Big Brother cast members or Survivor cast members to the main show is, I don't know these people, I don't care. Is that most of the complaints, Lauren and Brian, you've seen? Yeah, I think that's what I see. And people are saying, what happened to the MTV cast members? This isn't MTV anymore. It, it's mostly about they don't want to branch out to people that they didn't grow up with. I think You're that's like, what even is thing MTV as well, though, isn't it? More, though. Yeah, they don't have what, these what shows. What even is it? There's nothing. They have nothing. It's just ridiculousness. And then the challenge and then yeah. catfish sometimes. And then, then whatever Jersey Shore spinoff, like whatever, like whatever's left in that <laughs> orange but like it's just like what what even they what are they even talking about like, agree do, yeah. do you know what the, the sixth most popular reddit post of all time on the channel subreddit is it's a tweet from someone saying i'm finally launching an official investigation into t who has kidnapped the ceos of mtv's <laughs> <Yeah>. family <laughs> and is making them play ridiculousness for 23 hours a day it's like, Rob yeah yeah still up to this day Oh, it's ridiculous yeah, that I, you know that, George. I didn't think about this angle, but they literally have nowhere else to go but other networks at this point. Yeah, That's of course. It. Here's a question, so what's happened, what's Here's a question sorry, that I just want to put to you guys. Um, the question I want to put to you guys here is, should they have done this earlier before they brought in the UK people, before they brought in the Big Brother people, before they brought in the everyone from everywhere people? Should they have tried to do this? Because not to toot our own horns, but George Bryan and myself discussed this on one of our podcasts a while ago. Pretty much just this verbatim almost, in a way. It, it's like someone was listening, but I won't lie, that one didn't get many listeners, but it might have got the one listener that came <laughs> up with this idea. Um, but yeah, do, do you think, Lauren, that they should have probably done this before they brought the CBS people in? Because there's been a lot of pushback on the Big Brother people. I don't think they should have done it before uh i think they got their feet wet and that was a good idea to sort of do a test run to see if it totally flopped or it totally didn't uh they may have done it for how many seasons have the big brother people been on now four to five yeah vendettas like was the first yeah maybe they could have kept it to two or three seasons instead of how long they've done it but i don't think it was a bad idea to do it first slightly different question and Levi I'm going to make you answer this first because you always get away of not giving your opinions um if so okay out of War of the Worlds one we could have got maybe seven all-time consistently great cast members if let's say the Brits weren't so problematic and Turbo wasn't a psycho um if they hadn't all dropped off the show would they be doing this now because I don't think they would I think is this going that's to me? Maybe where this started. Brian, yeah. I, like I, asked that question, Brian I asked that question to Levi. Quiet. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> George gets like two tries at hosting, screws up the sound, and suddenly he's <laughs> cutting Brian off at the seam. Um, <laughs> George, you're grounded. What, like, uh, like he did, like he did to his own hair. Oh, the banter <laughs> is back, lads. The banter is back. Um, <laughs> Lozza and the lads, that's what we should rename this uh, this podcast. Um, so um, it's interesting you say that. I think if you look at the problem situation of the, uh, the UK cast, I do think some of it isn't specifically that they were... Okay, obviously, you know who is a big problem. Um, I don't want to say his Kyle. name. Um, no. Kyle. No, but you know, obviously, you know who is a big problem. But you look at like Theo, I think would have been a mainstay had it not been for the eye situation. I think, you know, unfortunately for Ashley, um, he's had some horrible things happen in his life, and yeah. therefore, I don't think reality TV is something that he wants right now. Um, and you know, obviously, we wish the best to him and his family. Um, Joss didn't speak for a whole season. Um, you know, it's it's all very well getting the, the second hottest person from the history of the challenge on, but if they're not going to entertain you. Guy. Really um, good-looking guy. Surely they should have known, like, Rogan is Rogan. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, if you look at, like, 
I think Ashley could have been great. I think Theo could have been great. Kyle worked. And I think because Kyle worked, they kept going for it. And that's why they did the UK US version. Um, I think, yes, they are looking for more of the UK cast, which I find I partly I think is because they communicate easier with the audience and they communicate easier with the other people there. But I think the problem that they've had bringing in all these new people is people don't know the show. So they come in and don't actually know what they're doing. And by doing this, it's it's like a training camp, essentially, because we don't know what the prize is. The prize literally may just be you get to go on the War of the Worlds to War of the Worlds bit on Paramount Plus to be the champion. It. I would love it. That would be the prize. That'd be great. And you know all these. Uh, could they reality- please make the prize a T-Mobile sidekick? <laughs> that <laughs> like would one, be even one, better. One of the thousands bananas probably has knocking around in his flat. <laughs> house he's probably got a house (laughs) i do i do think like i was super excited when i heard this and what i want to come to is paramount plus and the role that paramount plus has had in this i don't know the exact numbers of people that are subscribed to it i understand peacock's like 30 something million so i would assume it's somewhere there and i understand that challenge all stars has been one of the biggest shows certainly one of the biggest original shows on the network, which means let's say it's probably been watched by, should we say 5 million? Which is more than the challenge gets. So maybe part of the reason that they're doing this is because of the Paramount Plus going into other regions and other territories. And essentially what they're doing is you hook someone in Australia on the Challenge Australia on Channel 10, but you say the only way you can see whether these people will be world champions is Paramount Plus. You hook the UK people on Channel 5 because Channel 5, to give Lauren and Brian an idea, Channel 5 is one of the five main channels here. Everyone has it. Um, not everyone has MTV. Uh, you know, you hook people on that. The only way you can see if these guys win, Paramount Plus. Um, on Telefe over in uh, Argentina, same situation. And then obviously the CBS one, which we will come to in a little bit. Um, you know, all the people love Big Brother, people love Survivor they'll watch that and then they'll come to Paramount Plus, but also they'll watch that and then that's their taste of the challenge to go to MTV. What do we think there? I'm very I just hope with that the question. The, I just hope that the, that the, the one hope that I really have in all this is that the regular show, like the show, stays meaningful, I guess. I, I like I it's and this is to, to you guys it's gonna sound silly but one thing I always like see when I'm around soccer fans or football fans as you would say is like there's always a different championship being played for by somebody on a different team everywhere like I just and it's always to me the one thing I never understood is that it feels like if every game is important then none of them are if that mm-hmm. makes sense and that's yeah. what I always get the sense is that every every game is a big game, which is great. To, and I'm sure it makes a ton of sense to you guys. But for me, it's like that means that no game is a big game. And mm-hmm. so I'm worried. I'm hoping that that doesn't really happen with this and that the big game like remains the big game. You know, if that the, the difference, the, the difference there, though, is there. Are, and I'm going to use Levi's least favorite word. There are tears of that in soccer, in rugby, in every UK sport, right? No one is, Levi, no one would ever say the FA Cup is worth more than the Premier League or the Champions League, right? And the Champions no. League is worth more than the Premier League. So there are, so Brian, your point about prize money really helps this. If they pitch it at the right level for these spin-offs, then you do just get that, well, I want to win this to get on to that. And right. it would work. I, I don't think no, I, there's no round. way there's no way they'll chuck a million as prize money to the spin-offs. I mean, I hope not, but I, you know, if they else? do, I'll eat your hair. No, from the that's gross. I only have a little <laughs> bit saved, but that's for another. Uh, gross. Here, here's <laughs> my question. We'll talk about it. There's a story, anyways. Yeah. Here's my question, just following on from what Brian said. At this point now. If the Challenge Australia is on Channel 10, which again is one of their main channels, um, Challenge Argentina is on Telefe, one of their main channels, Challenge CBS is on CBS, Challenge UK is on Channel 5, is the main challenge 
now on the smallest platform. Lauren? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking while we were talking that the more I think about it, I think this has absolutely nothing to do with MTV and more about pure, if you're looking at pure analytics, and this is just me guessing and making it up, even if they have 1 million subscribers who are paying $5 a month, that's $5 million a month of revenue they're bringing in. If they keep the challenge going year round, they could be adding two months, we'll say, just for the challenge that's airing on Paramount Plus. That's $10 million in revenue. They're probably spending not even close to that in production cost. So I, I'm thinking it's purely about keeping monthly subscriptions intact because these streaming services are a monthly model. So Paramount Plus, I was pretty close, has 32.8 million subscribers. So we're, Paramount Plus essentially is a bigger platform than MTV. Yeah. Yeah, who watches MTV for any reason? Like, who's like, <laughs> I gotta tune into MTV? Other than people who are like, I gotta watch The Challenge, or I, for whatever reason, still like whatever Jersey Shore spinoff they're on now. Like, they don't have anything. It's just, it's background noise. So, like, yeah. The Challenge doesn't belong there anyway. I know Spies, Lies, and Allies got, like, shitty ratings but i know total madness was one of the highest ones ever it was like a 0 0.9 on nielsen does that mean nine hundred thousand people watched it live no but, that's demo isn't it I, I don't know how that worked but my question is like does that account for people who are like watching it like who are recording it and then watching because who watches who watches tv regularly anymore like, yeah, I, you true. know what i mean like, it's like, I'm sure some, some people do, but older people, and like, that's not really the, the target market that mm. they want for the show, ideally, right? So it's like, I mean, I don't, it, I feel like it's a lot bigger than like the ratings on TV would show because MTV is yeah. nothing, it's nothing anymore. It's just, I, it's a YouTube I think, I think Lauren's idea is completely right. Do we know how they're going to air these spinoffs? Yes. I don't know. Am I going to be able to watch them? Yes. So my understanding is this is how they're going to air the spinoffs. In the country that they're in, they will be on the TV. So you'll have yours on CBS. We'll have ours on Channel 5. Australia will have theirs on 10. And Argentina will have theirs on Telefe. Then in the countries they're not on, they'll be on Paramount Plus in the other countries. Um, so R1 will be available on Paramount Plus for Brian and Lauren, um, but not for us. It will be geo-blocked for us. Uh, we'll get the Australian, the Argentinian, and CBS one on our Paramount Plus when it comes out. Uh, okay, can I ask a group of questions? Which one are you most... Uh, Lauren, which one are you most excited about? The spinoffs? I mean, it's got to be the CBS one, right? It's <laughs> the one I'm going to be most familiar with the cast. Uh, it'll... I am very intrigued with the uh, Australia version. I did spend three weeks with a bunch of Australians once, and if they're anything like that and they're on previous reality stars, that one is going to be filled with a lot of drinking and a lot of drama. Yeah. So that's I'm excited so about that one, the second most. <laughs> Brian, quick, quick straw poll. Which one are you most excited about? Um, the UK one, because I'm, I'm looking forward to all the accents. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I think it's going to be cool for me because this will be the first time I ever watched the challenge where I don't know a single person. Like, I, it's like I don't understand. Is like the UK one going to be like no? Oh my god! Is the UK one going to be while Brian sorts that? Levi, which one are you most excited? I'm eating fruit pastels right now. Oh, you all suck. Go back to Brian. Go back to Brian. Sorry, Brian. Uh -oh, no, maybe I'm not. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Will I get off the court? Um, I think I just want to know who um, is eligible for the UK one. Like, can Rogan go on that one? Or so is this going to be all new people? This was my next question. So my understanding, and while Brian sorts himself out, um, my understanding is that for each of them, you have to have been on a reality show in that country to be on the show, or potentially like, you know, in someone like Kel's thing, a reality show on Netflix or whatever, you have to have been on a reality show and be from that country to be on that show. But like you say, Brian, 
Do you think the UK one to try and get viewers in, either people that already watch it on MTV here, or people that know Geordie Shaw, will they try and throw Kyle onto it and have him as the face of it because he understands the show, he can lead it? Will CBS throw a Josh, a KCFSE on there? Or is it literally all new people? Do we know? I think the CBS ones all new people. I've seen rumors that it's no bets. Ah. Okay. Have you, so not read would... RIP, have you not read R.I.P. Grantman's cast preview for CBS yet? I, I'm avoiding spoilers. Oh, fair enough. I will be quiet then. <laughs> um, but then if that's the case, if there's no vets on CBS, I would assume there's no vets on UK. But then that's the only difference is it's a, it's a different market. CBS is slightly different market, but you still had CBS, like American people watch the challenge, if that makes sense. Maybe Kyle's the host of the UK challenge. I think you do. That would be awesome. I love that idea so much. Kyle can't read. (laughs) Be nice. Yes, you can. A little bit. Yeah. I wonder though, I, I want that. So this is another question. Okay. So when we had Champs versus Stars and Champs versus Pros as a spin-off, okay, let's. I was about to say show of hands. The audio people won't notice. Um, we'll do a show of hands anyway. Um, hands up, George. Put the thing down. Hands up if you think that the a win on the Pros or the Stars series counts as a proper win. Okay, so for those listening, there's no hands up. <laughs> I very much feel if TJ hosts a show, it's a proper challenge. So I felt like All Stars was a proper challenge because TJ hosted it. Do we think TJ is going to be hosting all of these? Hosting let, few, let's maybe. forget anything we may know. I think logistically, how could he host that many at once? He can't yeah. host like seven seasons in a year. Yeah. He has <laughs> oh, a yeah. He's on set for probably about 20 minutes. Yeah, but he has <laughs> to be in that country. He, he has to know, be in that country for three months. He did, he did the dirty, fi- dirty final over phone. Yeah, he can just zoom in. Hologram. Yeah, the world See, used to, the world used to, no I, I think be, honestly Lauren I Deep really fake. hope I really hope Kyle hosts the British one that is <laughs> such a good idea that will make me so happy do you, I think TJ the, um, I think TJ might host the CBS one that would be this I is a stupid question here's mm. a stupid question what language do they speak in Argentina Spanish um, Spanish Okay, great. Well, he probably can't do that one then. Unless, I don't know, maybe... You I know, thought his wife was Spanish, there. or did I make that up? That doesn't mean you can host the TV show in Spanish. I don't know, you're his best friend, Levi. Tell us. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, Send him a meme in Spanish and see if he responds. Or as they call it in Spain, <laughs> a meme. Um, <laughs> that's France, my bad. There we go, the drink spit, tick off on the bingo card. Uh, same bingo well card for round table as the normal one. Um, but no, so genuinely, so do we, we don't think TJ's going to host them all. Do we think TJ's hosting the CBS one, Lauren? Yes. That's for yeah. continuity. Continuity for their base market. Brian. He has to. He has to. Yes, 100%. George. Yes, for CBS. Do we think that TJ's hosting the British one? Lauren? No, somebody from the UK is hosting it. Brian. Yes. George. Guys, I'm really sorry. I've been fine to break this news. I'm hosting the British. No, I'm not. There'll be no audio on the British one, guys. <laughs> yeah, shit, good point. No, I'm not filming it. Um, who's the guy who does did the original Big Brothers in the UK? I've only ever seen a clip. It's like, Today in the Big Brother house, Mark, the guy oh, you mean re- the narrator guy? Yes, he doesn't do it in front of the camera. No, but his voice is epic, and that'd be quite funny. Well, if you want a Geordie, I'm going with Brian's. I actually, I, I the more I think about it, the more I like Brian's idea of having Kyle do it. Mate, that was Lauren's idea. You was it pig? Yeah. I know, but I was looking at Brian's. <laughs> the, no, no, the more I think about it, the more I like Lauren's idea of um, here you go, Kyle hosting it. <laughs> That's getting edited out. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. I'm going on holiday tomorrow. I haven't got time. Um, <laughs> I have to tell you where I'm going. I'm going to Argentina to host the challenge. Um, no. <laughs> oh my God. That would make me so happy. Honestly, though, actually, to go back to the thing earlier. Hola, mi nombre, Levi Hall. 
I would want to host the Australian oh, one because I agree with, I agree with Lauren. Ah. Australians are batshit crazy. They yeah. are the most fun drinkers I've ever been out with. They are all like this. This scar is from a night out with an Aussie. Um, the last one, like, yeah. They won't yeah. be afraid to do these challenges either. No, I don't see anyone quitting. I don't see anyone toning down the bad side of themselves for social media. Um, well, they, Australians... the, the last Aussie that was on it didn't, the moron. I can't really answer that. Um, but yeah, I, I, the Australian oh, one. Will... Oh, I was like, I didn't know what you were talking about. Okay. The, Australian, the Australian one will be by far the most entertaining. Yeah, she really blew that one up. Here's the other question. <laughs> no, she blew and... Rogan. Oh, <laughs> here's here's the other question that they could do, though. If they wanted TJ to host them all, they could simul film them. So they basically film all of them at the same time in the same country. They have four different houses. They keep them apart. They have TJ do a day on set at the challenge for each one, and they will do the same challenges. But then does that stop the people watching every single series on Paramount so, Plus? I don't think they'll film the UK one in the UK. No, I don't either. Because they keep going to countries with like, and this sounds rude, sorry, but limited health and safety rules because it's easier for them to do it on the cheap, right? Didn't like, they well, say in one of the articles that they're all filming in Argentina? I or think you're right. Same, or Venezuela or whatever, yeah. whichever country. So, so that There's makes like me think that they're that all, they're all being filmed together, but in oh, separate yeah. houses. So they'll have the Giant same challenges, the same eliminations. Sure. Or repurposed in different ways. But yeah, you're going to definitely see a lot of location overlap for sure. Well, they've all got to film at least at the same time wherever they're filming because you can't have like someone win their version and then a year later they do War of the Worlds. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> this, is, oh, this, is a, this is another question. Does anyone think War of the Worlds is a weird pick for a name considering they've already had War of the Worlds 1 and War of the Worlds 2? Yeah. Yes. You know, every time I see like a name of something, I think we're out. Like as a society, I just think we're out of me. Like I don't think there's anything left. Oh no, I know. Like, I think I would... all of the names are taken. Like, I know I what think... I would have called I know what I would have called best. What? Global Glo in. See, but you can't do that because that's immature. But like you yeah. know what I mean? Like I know real names. <laughs> that's really funny. Global Zin would be. <laughs> No, yeah, that, that should be the that, slogan. Go blows in. That did not get the reaction I wanted. So thank you for at least acknowledging it. That was on the fly and quite witty. Classic George. Dicks. Fucking <laughs> 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 hate you all. <laughs> no, but um, I just I just found it very weird that they called it that when they've already had two seasons called yeah. the But also they're the, they're the two they're two of the best most actually I'd say they're the two best most recent seasons. You'd want to direct people to those seasons based off the spin-offs, but you're going to lose people by saying, "No, I've already watched it." Like, mm. unfortunately, that will happen because people are stupid. Yeah, significantly, mainly the ones they get to go on the challenge. And <laughs> um, oh, there's triangles in the sign. There's now, really stupid people. <laughs> this is this is a question. I think it, it feeds it's a off long, what we've. It's a long square. Um, so this is a question that I think feeds off what we've been like discussing, and it's just one slight fear I have, which is that all of this is going to end up making the challenge CBS over the next few years, the challenge, and it's going to minor league the MTV one. That is my only fear of this whole thing. I'm really excited by the whole thing, but I'm just in fear of that. Do you not think it's more likely to migrate as a permanent thing on Paramount Plus than as a permanent thing on CBS? Yeah, I think it's likely it comes off MTV altogether and you still have that final competition, but it's no longer on MTV. Yeah. Brian? I mean, probably, right? That's that's the thing that makes the most sense, but I mean, where else would it go? It's got to leave MTV soon. It can't. It can't succeed. It can't. It can't die on that withering vine. You know. I mean, maybe think the choke. Maybe the chokehold Rob Deerdeck has is you know coming to an end contractually in a year, and they're they're exiting MTV altogether. <laughs> Sorry, who is this Giza? The ridiculousness guy. The ridiculousness host. That's the. Oh, I, did, I didn't Rob, know he had uh, a Rob Deerdeck. I thought his He's name was Mister Ridiculous. They really like their extreme sports people hosting stuff, don't they? 
That was like the thing though. Street sports was like dope or he over here, like when the this ops. all started. <laughs> yeah. Extreme sports ruled. Like skateboarding yeah. was hot. Yeah. Everything was all Tony was here, like yeah. X games. Yeah. I played skateboarding video games. This is the subject. Tony Hawk Pro School Pro Skater 2. I loved. Dude, yeah, come on. PS1. A lot of kickflips, you know, ollies, that type of shit. Yeah, it's kind of like George Rugby George, it. but with a skateboard. <laughs> now, if you, um, to carry on me off topic, if you read the series of like events where Tony Hawk has not been recognized as Tony Hawk, they're absolutely brilliant. It's just like someone shouts at him in a like skate park going, do a kickflip. And he does one the next time is, holy shit, he did it. <laughs> That's Tony Hawk. <laughs> oh my God, um, Tony Hawk. No, it's think... Ethan Hawk. Are you creating Family Guy, Brian? No, not really. Oh, we'll move I on. We'll move be, on. Yeah. We'll move on then. That was well, you know, a, um... you know, with, with Family Guy and you know all these shows that are on TV, and I think that's the thing with cast is they're a big family. Um, hey, way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and speaking of families, how's your mum, George? No. Um, speaking of families, do you think that this this continued expansion of the challenge as a big Viacom brand is going to succeed because there is that danger that too much of a good thing is no longer a good thing that's open to the floor if it keeps the recipe that people love the most on the challenge the original which is a good mix of drama and a good mix of competition it's going to succeed I think if it becomes pure sports, you're going to limit the audience. So I think it depends on how the first few spinoffs really play out. So I completely agree. I think the thing the last few seasons of The Challenge has been missing is someone who can completely carry the show mm. and create storylines and be interesting. By lowering the cash price so it's not as much of a life-changing quantity of money, you're going to get people on there who are rogues like dickheads, very funny and a bit weird. Mm. If that filters in organic and entertaining personalities onto the main show, who some people will go in liking, and the rest will grow to love. Like I, I never watched any real world before I watched the challenge. And I am, and Wars of Wars 2 is my favorite season. So immediately, Jordan, absolutely awesome. Tori, awesome to me. Um, Theo, absolute hero. Uh, like, there are people you instantly like if you filter the right personalities onto the main show. By doing this casting thing slightly differently than trying to expect no name rookies to thrive in front of everyone's biggest and favorite stars you're going to get new people who can carry a series. I think that's where they've done the right thing here. And if anything, I think it's going to create that next wave of challenges they've been trying to do forever. Right? Yeah, they got to do, they got to just skew young. They got to skew young with all of this. Because number one, young people, I mean, we were all youths at one point in our days. And we were idiots. And young and people making bad decisions is like a pillar of this show. And then when you make it for a million dollars and you cast people in their 30s and sometimes 40s, they're not going to be stupid about it because they understand what the value of all that money actually is. When you're like 23, it sounds like a lot of money, but for most people that's so unobtainable that there's no reason to like censor yourself or, proje or project anything but like being a young, stupid, drunk 23-year-old. So if they can like harness that energy again, because like, you know, and eventually certain challenge fans are gonna have to come to realization where it's like, like, you know, it's like the Jay-Z line, what you want my old shit, buy my old album. Like, it's like, it's, it's changing. So it's like, hop on, hop on the ride and just like, let them like, when have the challenge people let us down ever? So it's like, you know, let, I'm sure they've got a plan. I'm sure they've figured it out, you know? I just hope they skew younger. Like, I hope they're all like, I'm 21, you know? I very much think as well, not so much for the CBS lot, but for the UK, the Australian, and possibly the Argentinian lot, if the prize is that you then go on, you know, you win the War of the Worlds, you go on the main challenge. That's a big thing for like these Brits to, 
you know, be in like someone like Carl's position where they're a mainstay on American reality TV because reality TV to a lot of Brits is a job. So to then be able to carry that over to the USA, that for me, I think to some of them would be a prize in itself. Am I not, am I wrong? I thought that was the prize of the person who won the grand final between all four of them. It was immediate casting on the main one. They've not announced it. But I would assume. Yeah, uh, I might have read. That might be all of us just. Yeah, that's assumed. You know. Oh, no, the one thing I've had confirmed is the final of the Australian one is the bar exam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking they should do the winners automatically get casted, and then they should do like a fan favorite vote of one person gets a fan favorite vote into the the main show. That would be quite cool. Yeah. So, I just want to go to Lauren and Brian, mainly Lauren on this one, because I think the, no, because we're going to talk about CBS and I know Lauren watches a lot more of the reality shows on CBS than Brian, but, <laughs> but no, like the UK, I think the UK, the Australian and the Argentinian one are in a very different position to the CBS one. Um, do you think that a prize of going on the challenge MTV is a big enough prize for someone on the challenge CBS. I think let's be realistic. The probably one of the prizes that they're expecting is the exposure socially. Mm. So even if they don't win, they're still getting that. Right. I mean, I would hope it's for some money. I mean, that's the game, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what type of person goes on these shows. I've never seen a minute of them. But like, so I, I can't relate to, or like, I can't empathize with what type of people these are. But Lauren's probably right. It's probably like their social media following is will be bigger. Because like Johnny says it on his podcast all the time. And it's like, a, he's like challenge fans, like people from Big Brother and other shows come on a challenge. They don't realize how like rabid challenge fans are. Just like how intense it is from both sides of it, like good and bad people just care a lot more. So I think that's, if you're the attention seeking reality type, I feel like that would be, that would be a prize, a gift under the tree into it, in it, in it itself is the, that label of saying they're on the challenge, you know? Yeah. And then my it, other question. Be, I was going to say, it'll be interesting to see what it is because I'm thinking about the CBS shows. I think Love Island is 100K that you have to split with somebody. So it's really mm. only 50K. Big Brother raised theirs this year to 750K. So it's a big disparity. So it'll be interesting to see what the CBS challenge prize money is. If how, how, so it's interesting you mentioned Love Island as well, because I feel like as far as demographic, that's the closest of the Survivor, Big Brother, um, Love Island, CBS shows to the challenges demographic. I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Big Brother and Survivor are more kind of sit down with your family, everyone watches it together. Love Island is more that 18 to 34, which the challenge has. Is that going to be an issue for the CBS show getting the audience in? What audience are they expecting? What are the numbers that Big Brother gets? What are the numbers that Survivor gets? What are the numbers that Love Island gets? I don't know the numbers, but I would assume that they're almost using this as a test run to see and mix and match and see what audience does get drawn in who sticks. Is it the family? Is it the young ones? I, I don't know. Um, and I actually don't, I actually don't know to Brian's point and it was a good point. I don't know what ages they've actually casted. I don't know the average cast age. So that would be something interesting to look at. There's one pretty awesome sounding person on the CBS one. Like generally, as in like could be all time terrifying in terms of physicality and intelligence. Okay, can I ask one question about CBS one? This is the only spoiler I'm willing to give myself. Okay. So Misha Tate, the UFC fighter, just one celebrity big brother, is she on the challenge CBS? I don't think so. I don't that's, know the cast that's list by heart, a, but that's, that's such a missed opportunity. That's yeah, I don't think they casted anybody from Celebrity Big Brother. I looked you, at the names and I didn't recognize a single yeah. one of them. I'm, I thought I saw some sort of um, some gentleman. There was a gentleman named Christmas, though. 
I thought that was a cool name. That's I thought not, Christmas was. Uh, I thought that was a Christmas sir, was a that's woman. not a gentleman. That's a woman. Oh, <laughs> Christmas is a girl. Okay, well, there you go. So, as the only person <laughs> on this podcast so far who hasn't been sexist, apart from Lauren. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's really sexist of you to say, George. That's really sexist for you to say. What if you, had, if you didn't know what what gender someone named just someone named Christmas? Like what what gender do you do pops into your head? I mean, now you guys are gonna think. No, I'm well, that, uh, we're moving on. The the Bond girl in World Is Not Enough is called Christmas Jones. So I have this image drawn. Um, yeah, but that's fiction they, and it's a movie, no, so I haven't seen quick, it. Quickly, did they did that? person not get thrown off Big Brother or not come out of... Did they not come out of Big Brother very well, should we say, before I get accused of slander? (laughs) She broke her leg, didn't she? Wait, so is Talk About Christmas open now? Well, I'm not not editing, so I guess so. I'm a big fan of of ham and turkey on Christmas Day. (laughs) Um, You know what I mean? Also, I, I'm like into I, the old opening of the presents on Christmas Day rather yeah. than Christmas Eve as well. I, um, I make Jew. great cookies. Well, my dad makes really good cookies. Well, we're talking about Christmas right now, though, so let me just have my time. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like the best Christmas present I ever got. Well, let's do this. I'll tell the story of how I found out Santa wasn't real. I got a... Do you carry on, Lauren. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> All right, so George, you're like kind of right. She isn't well-liked, but not di- sort of because of the show. But so she placed, I think, third on her first season, which was the season Josh was on. Oh. So it was Josh, the guy that Josh didn't beat, the guy Josh lost to, and then Christmas was third. Um, Did she break her she leg? Came, she broke her leg. Yes, uh, that's correct. And then the guy that was running the show convinced everybody to just let her win the next competition with a broken leg. <laughs> so she's she's very athletic. Um, so I see her going far because she's athletic. But her oh, social she only game has is, one leg, so it, it's healed now. But she's kind of like this person who's like, oh, I'm just gonna go along with the team. So she's never going to go, to me, she's never going to go all the way because she's a little bit too much of a following other people's game, but very athletic. She comes off badly because she like tried to like run over an ex-boyfriend and like got a felony because of it. Oh God, that's worse than what I thought I heard. I love that Brian just came back with that. Ran over by a reindeer. That's all right. Isn't <laughs> That's that so perfect. Yeah. Oh, also, I just have a. Never mind. We're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> well, um, sorry for spoiling that Christmas situation. Um, but that may or may not. December twenty fifth every year. It's every just year, there. He is drinking his eggnog. Um, that's uh, that's great. obviously just rumors um so it, nothing is confirmed there no no it's, um, it happens every year december 25th it's not a rumor listen like a listen brian i'm a jew like a and this is a very sensitive subject for me so i'm gonna go back to lauren here um how excited are you about the challenge cbs oh i'm very excited so i probably know at least half the cast uh Christmas. you know i Hanukkah. i don't watch i don't watch survivor so that's a bit of a gap for me love island the lead last season three i have not watched either but everybody else i know so all the other love islands uh big brother obviously which you guys know i love from our previous conversations uh a lot of cast from there that i'm looking forward to see seeing so and honest opinion hand on hearts i know we're obsessed with the show do you think the challenge cbs will be a success as a standalone cbs show forget the paramount plus stuff as a standalone CBS show, do you think it's going to be a success? I think it could be, because I think, like what I was saying, if they get the right combination of athletes and drama is what's going to make it successful. And looking at the cast for the CBS one, I think they've actually gotten a good mix in this cast. Don't 11 million people on average watch every episode of Big Brother? I've got no idea of the numbers. That seems like a lot. That seems like, maybe I'm wrong. That seems like a lot. Yeah. To me, the only flaw in the CBS casting is it's all very recent seasons. I think they could have pulled it. They pulled a little bit from older seasons, but 
it's just, all very recent season, just just a so. geriatric jumping out of a plane with a walking stick <laughs> landing on the ground yeah. hello yeah. tj oh the yes. challenge senior edition like literally though like actual around around four million for big brother cbs so a lot That's still kind of a lot yeah um it's and going bad. over to to brian Obviously, you're not going to know people from the Argentinian one. Uh, do you speak Spanish? Poquito, but no bueno. Ah, uh, see. Sí. Um, and obviously, you're not going to know people from the Australian one, but we're all very excited about that. Uh, are those versions that you're looking forward to? Uh I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch them if I can. I just don't, I just, like, again, I know you're, you're sure I'm going to be able to watch those on Paramount Plus. Like, if so, I'm in. Like, yeah, I, mm. subtitles are great. Plus, I'd rather have subtitles for the UK one anyway, to be honest. I'm probably going to need it. Sometimes you guys are even tough to understand, and you guys speak very well. Oh. Yeah, we, I remember Bear. I remember every once in a while Bear would talk, and I'd be like, oh, I have no clue. Not talking about that wanker on this podcast. Um, oh yeah, and and um, and sorry, I'm like speak, the cave is heaven. Um, speaking <laughs> speaking of wankers, let's go to George. Um, so, um, George, uh, I think actually, I I'm think, not. I'm not, even, I'm not even mad about that. <laughs> we're we're in an interesting position with the UK show where it's not being put on MTV hidden away. It's going to be put on Channel Five. They're probably going to heavily promote it because it's going to be their big reality show. As the man that has introduced the eight of the 10 people in the UK that watched the challenge to the show. Um, obviously, <laughs> there was me originally, and I introduced our mate Ryan, who would have been here, but he's working tonight, unfortunately. Um, not for him, he's making money, but for us, because we don't get his company. Um, how do you feel about the fact it's on Channel 5, and how do you feel about that you can introduce people to the show without them having to find some workaround? Irish Order will be very, very happy. Um, I, honestly, it, de it depends a lot. on... Yes, it depends on quality. If I send someone to the challenge, I will send them to War of the Worlds 1 as my main go. If they've got a way to watch it, Rivals 1 will kind of beat it. If the UK version is not great and it has to be immediately good as well, then this won't help me to introduce new people to the show at all. If they've cast right, which it seems like Lauren thinks they've done the CBS, and if they do the same for the UK, then that would be great. My question is, what, and I didn't know this, Levi, you might have a better idea. What UK reality shows can they pull from? Like, I know our Love Island is quite big, um, but we got Theo out of it. If they find anyone half as good as that, that's automatically quite good. So I the, the UK reality show situation is very different to the US one where... If you're on Big Brother, you're on a Viacom contract for a certain amount of time. If you're on something on NBC, you're on an NBC contract. Over here, you're just contracted to the show. So they could literally pull from anything. And they can they could probably, you know, be be slightly loose with the reality TV show, you know, definition. So I think the world is their oyster, but they, I agree with you, they need to get it right. I feel like yeah. this is a one-shot deal. And I think Lawrence here on the head, it needs to be drama and competitors in equal measure. Mm. Well, it'd be nice, it'd be I'm, nice I'm, that yeah. all these people don't know how to play the game. Like none of them know what they're doing. Yeah. So that then it's gonna be nice it's gonna be like part of the reason Spies and Allies was such a drag at points is because they all were like they all knew how to play the game. They figured it out week one, like band together, vote out rookies, we'll be fine. And they were so, right. And it's like, but that's not going to happen with a bunch of like people who don't know what they're doing. Like the environment is, is it's shaky for anyone who's never been in it. And so like, it's going to be all people that have never been in it. So they're going to act poorly and they're not going to yeah. play it like Moneyball style. Like they're not going to be efficient. Or they're just going to be chucking long twos and taking fadeaway jumpers all over the place. Yeah. I that, got that's some a, of that reference. But yeah, that's something I was, I, it's something I am a little worried about the CBS show when I said they're casting a lot from recent seasons. So they've got a lot of cast that have been on the same seasons uh, because they're only pulling those recent seasons. That's the one thing I'm kind of worried about is that might make it 
a little too predictable. Uh, but I was going to ask you guys, what are the biggest reality shows in the UK right now? Levi, you're going to have to answer that one for me. I don't really watch much TV, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> obviously, Love Island. Okay. Big, Big Brother's not on anymore here. But oh, so this, oh, okay, so this was the other thing I was going to say. I heard rumours over here that they were thinking of bringing Big Brother back. Part of me feels like instead they're doing this. Ooh. Um, and, and going back to Lauren's point about it needs to be the right mix of um, reality TV drama and athleticism and sport. That's how they've marketed it on the trailers, calling it um, the show that brings sport and reality together in the most extreme way. So it does feel very big the way that they've, uh, they've used a the trailer. Very vague, but very big. And I, I'm just going back to Brian's point about spies, lies, and allies and the whole rookie thing. This, there's not going to be a situation here where you band together and vote out rookies anymore because everyone's a rookie. Will, you know? that, will that make it better? Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're all going to make rookie mistakes at the same time. It's just going to be a mess. And it's, it's going to be not predictable unless like some, there's some weird rule tweak that they figure out, but anybody who's going to be like that sort of bananas type who figures things out quickly, they're going to show themselves fast or like a West type who's a politics person, because there's no preconceived notions about like, well, they did it this season. So they're going to do this they're, It's all fresh. So it's all people who aren't, they don't even know what their challenge prototype would be like they can try but i mean reality i mean if it gets exposed i'm the challenge all the time so i just think it'll be better that rookie mistakes flying from every which direction you know i i know the final where all the shows combine is literally meant to be like a very small snapshot of them competing against each other if it was like two episode final basically yeah if it was a full season and maybe we got four people from each show how awesome would it be if you say you got bananas, Wes, Laurel, and not Cara, but actually Mitchell. <laughs> screw it, Evelyn. Um, back to coach one of the countries to win, I and mean, then you have those four going against mm -hmm. each other. That's how you get the win. That's how you get the standard bands invested as well. Because mm, I think good. that would be that would be awesome. Also, banana, bananas as a coach when Wes is the opposing coach would be like Levi, Levi and I have seen this in soccer all the time, uh, football all the time. Mm. When coaches hate each other, it's more entertaining than when players hate each other. Brian Lauren, I'm sure there's US examples. For oh, rugby, yeah, there's genuinely fights on the sideline between coaches. But, it's brilliant. But the only problem I see there is one of the reality shows I do watch is The Ultimate Fighter, the UFC one, uh, where they have um ufc fighters as the coaches for the teams and they'll eventually fight each other it then becomes too much about the actual ufc yeah. fighters it's why you wait to the... everyone else in the background it's why you wait to the final get us to grow get us to grow and love the stupid competitors they've got and then they get one of them and imagine the imagine the drama if you've got bananas wears laurel and evelyn drafting the teams they want, or picking the competitors they want. I fucking, love, I fucking love a draft. We don't I get it in any idea. English sport, and I'm so jealous of you guys for it. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of bring this to a bit of a head with where is this going? So my opinion is they have one shot of this to get this right. Um, and if they get it right, in my opinion... The next time they do it, it's not four countries. It's going to be a lot of other countries that have Paramount Plus um, in their market, maybe eight, maybe 10, maybe even 16. And then at that point, once you've got 16 international challenges, War of the Worlds becomes a proper series. And I think that's where they're ultimately going, but they have to hit a home run with this one. If they don't, it could not only affect war the world's franchise it could affect the whole mtv challenge franchise and i'm gonna you know put it to the floor here let's start with uh let's start with brian what was the question thank you very much let's <laughs> start with lauren let's start with lauren <laughs> <laughs> hey guys 
got distracted. Okay, so I agree with you. I think they have to get it right here. If it goes well, it almost turns into, do they do like a war of the continents and then the continents do a war of the worlds? Do they split it up that way? I think that's as big as it could get. Um, the, yeah, I, I think this is, this is just really kind of a, a test and run does it continue to be a war of the worlds or do they test out how the challenge is doing in different countries and they just have their own challenge in their country and it doesn't feed into anything? I think it potentially goes that way too. Ryan? Yeah, I just, okay, got it. I think that this is going to be a, um, a separate thing that they're just going to keep doing the war of the worlds thing. Ideally, they'll just keep doing that. Then this is, will be where instead of, taking people from reality shows and hoping they're good on the challenge you take people from the challenge to that you already know is good at the challenge to bring them on to the main thing which has now become this sort of mish moshed together from all sorts of reality walks of life rather than being like tethered to mtv in any sort of way so i think it's it's only good i hope it just keeps going i hope it keeps happening I think it'd be great if it worked. But like this also says they have a lot of confidence in it and they're going to put a lot of money into it if they're trying this. They're not like, they're going fucking head first. They're not really um, tiptoeing into the into the water here, you know? And Sun, what's your thoughts? Yes, <laughs> um, are they, quick back to Brian, are they confident or desperate? I think they're oh. desperate. Oh. I think they're. I think they're absolutely oh, desperate because they. I think don't... that sometimes there's no difference. Yeah, you should see me on dates. Um... <laughs> we'll talk about that off camera. Jesus Christ! I got nothing. <laughs> no, that's because I. Um, I don't think these series need to be overly successful. I yeah, think they. I think they point. need. I think they need to get one or no across the four spin-offs if they get five or six people who will be mainstays on the main show they've done their job i don't think they really care because all i can imagine they will make these cheap as hell because they can dangle the million pound price money and the national exposure from the main one in front of every contestant pay them nothing make for challenges the dates sorry daily missions sillier again and give up some of us fans what everyone seems to want but if they get a strong run rate of competitors who will stay on this show for five or six seasons they'll keep it going because it will cost them nothing to produce and what they need to make the main series of the channels good again is decent cast members who will stick around for a while and people can invest in and that's what they nearly got with War of the Worlds 1 um but problem problems arose they didn't and that's what they're trying to recreate ultimately what they're doing here is a three-pronged attack it's a new way of casting it's 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 a new way of casting <laughs> it's really to help the international expansion of paramount plus because even if like only the uk and the cbs one do well and australia don't take to it and um argentina don't it doesn't mean they can't pick two other countries for the war of the worlds too um yeah. And if it Ooh, works in all of them, you, you, then you just add more countries. I'm surprised they've not done a Canada one. I was about to ask, who do you pick next? Like Canada. It, it says, yeah, because Canada, apparently Big Brother Canada has got some absolute nutcases on it who would be really entertaining on the challenge. Mm. By the way, the third prong, by the way, is that, like you said, George, is about making the, the, the proper challenge, Challenge MTV, more like it was where you have people you can be invested in. Yeah, and I think Bananas says this really well on this podcast. That was based on the casting process they used to yeah. go through. It was like, what, thousands of people, multi-round interviews. Mm. Some of them are really long. I don't know if we're going to get back to that because they need twats with social media following to make it work. Mm. If you can find entertaining twats, it'll be, it will work, but that's the problem. Um, sorry, I think Lauren and Brian, I answered yeah, you four I had, times there. <laughs> no, I had one thought, like, Levi, what you said on point two about Paramount Plus, I think it's, ultimately, this is all going to lead back into, like, battle of streaming services. 
mm-hmm. streaming services are trying to keep subscribers and draw them in with things that keep them subscribing. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but I don't know if you guys have heard that I read recently that Netflix is doing the same thing where they're spinning up a challenge yeah. on Netflix, casting for only Netflix shows. And really? that's what kind of makes me think it's turning into battle of streaming services. Instead of battle, of, we, we've had battle of the seasons. We want battle of the shows. Imagine if we get battle of the platforms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd so watch Jeff Bezos do a really shit emotional speech to his team. <laughs> That'd be so embarrassing. Uh, let's put Jeff Bezos on the challenge. I think that would be great. I think let's expand out to billionaires. Just have them go Bezos, for... Tim Cook, Elon Musk, Zuck. stick them all in. Get Zuck in there just being weird. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Mark's I love that you call him Zuck. <laughs> You don't even have an Instagram account and you call him Zuck. Who would win Battle of... It's, who would it's win at Zuck to you, Brian. At Zuck. Yeah, sorry, sorry. At Zuck. Yeah, yeah, because he's not a real who, who would win the challenge Battle of the Billionaires? And that, that gentleman and lady is a for another day because it is time... I also called Capitalism. It is time to wrap up this podcast. Um... Do you know what? Like, obviously, I had quite a long break uh, from this podcast. I, I jumped in for the last one with uh, with George and Devin, but it's honestly been a pleasure sitting down with the three of you and just talking challenge again. I think one of the really good things about this spinoff and the way that they're doing it is there's a lot to be excited about and there's a lot to chat about because there's so much unknown. And hopefully we'll find out a bit more going forward. And uh, and when we do, I can't wait to talk to you guys, talk to Ryan, talk to the rest of uh of the reddit community about it so thank you so much for joining us brian thank you so much for joining us lauren uh thank you as always for joining me uh george i've missed you all and it's it's great to have you back <laughs> go balls love you levi <laughs> um and merry, merry christmas brian <laughs> merry christmas everybody <laughs> and um you know you can always continue to take part in the conversation over on the uh, hold on levi one second is that her like that's her name like that's her actual name brian (laughs) her name is christmas go on google go on youtube go on reddit where you can continue the conversation and you can also continue the conversation with us over on our instagram page which is at challenge react uh we do have a few more round tables uh that we have planned we've got a few special things that we've got planned um in the off season we don't know when the next season's happening but uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you all soon. And we just want to say a big thank you to everyone for the support that you give this podcast. Big thank you to you three. Take care. We'll see you soon.